At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back in to the Lombardi line. I'm Brady Cannon here at the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. My partner, the star of the show, Mr. Michael Lombardi in Ocean City, New Jersey. Happy Independence Day to everybody. Happy Fourth of July. Hour number two of the program here, Michael. And I'll start with a little golf leaderboard update here. Troy Merritt and Joaquin Neiman leading the Rocket Mortgage Classic. They will tee off in about three hours from now. Trailing them, Hank Libiota. He is at 13 under par, one shot off the pace, along with Cam Davis. Brandon Hagee and Jason Kokrak at, uh, let's see, Hagee at 12 under par. Kokrak, Kevin Kistner, Richie Wierenski, and also Chris Kirk at 11 under par. Should be a good finish there with a pretty stacked leaderboard out in Detroit, Michigan, where our friend Patrick Maher is vacationing, taking some time off, filling in for him. Am I? And uh, Michael, you and I were sharing, I, I sent you this tweet from Sam Harrop. You can find him on Twitter <laughs> at, uh, at Sam underscore golf. And I guess he's kind of taken on this new task where he does these golf parody songs and, yeah. and he's got an amazing following. I think he had around 15,000 followers or something. And he, he did this song to a Coldplay song and very sentimental and sad, a somber tune. And he, he, Played it all out with uh, Bryson getting rid of his caddy. That was hysterical, man. Th this story is taking on new life. It really is. And the fact that Bryson, I mean, isn't he in a commercial with his caddy as well? You know, like, I, I how is know. this good? 
That's a good I think question. he is in a commercial with his caddy. I mean, they're partners in that. So, and then I think, how does this affect him in the British Open? You know, I mean, something's in his head. I mean, something's going on with his caddy. I, you know, he, I thought, you know, when he was at the Open and he was getting ready to go on the back nine, you know, he he blew up. I, I thought he had a chance to win the Open there. I thought he had a real good chance to to make it run at Rom and to make it run at at, at the at the at the title. But he blew up, and since then, I don't know if he's got his head on right. Yeah, and, you know, that's interesting that you bring that up, and you can speak to this. We've got this coming up on July 6th, next Tuesday, and I just posted an article up at vcin.com on the match. Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson yeah. will take on Bryson and Aaron Rodgers, and we've seen this pl- uh, the price plummet a little bit here, Michael. Uh, Rodgers and DeChambeau, they are the better golfers. I think we can agree on that. Uh, Bryson and Desham- Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers were minus 185 to win this match that's going to be played up in Montana. The price has come down. Now they're about minus 160, and I've even seen a little lower than that. And I think people are reacting to this whole caddy thing and Bryson missing the cut at the Rocket Mortgage. I, I would also make the argument, Michael, and, and you can talk about this certainly with Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's had kind of a, a tumultuous offseason with the Packers. We don't know where his future home is going to be. I think maybe this match, getting out to Montana and getting away from it all and just playing golf with Brady and Mickelson, that might be like a sanctuary for Rodgers and DeChambeau to get away from it all a little bit. Yeah, before the British Open, I think they're going to need it. It'll be interesting to see how Rodgers handles the questions, right? He's now right there. He's got, what, 18 holes, and every hole is going to be, are you going back? You didn't opt out. You're not going to take the COVID. So are you going to pay the money back? Are you retired? I think this is really the Packers have called the bluff. You know, now they've, the Packers have made it very clear they've offered them more money. They've made it very clear they've tried to fix the deal. Whatever is bothering him, and I have no idea what it is, you know, Brian Gutekist, whatever it is that's bothering him, I'm not sure we really know. Because we all know that Murphy runs, that Mark Murphy, the president, runs the team. Gutekist works at his disposal, not, not the other way around. So to blame Gutekist is almost ridiculous because he doesn't have the ultimate power. And you can't blame somebody who doesn't have that. So, you know, for me, it's going to be interesting to watch this golf tournament and how they handle it. Because one thing about Mickelson and Brady, they're going to do everything in their power to get under the skin of the other two players. You know, that's what their game is. I mean, Brady's a trash talker from the beginning of the game to the end. You know, he's going to try to get in the head of Rodgers because he knows he can't play golf with them. He's going to try to get in the best way he can. No, there's no doubt about it. It ought to be fun to watch. Do you think there's something on the Rodgers side of the coin here where he's thinking, hey, I finally got a stage where I can beat Tom Brady? Is there something to that for Rodgers? Yeah, well, I definitely do. I mean, the one thing, the competitor will come out. The pe- competitor will definitely come out in Rodgers. Well, that comes up on July the 6th. The go, again, go to vcin.com. I've got an article up there, a little bit of a handicap. This is the Lombardi line. Welcome back in to all of those of you joining us now. Brady Cannon and Michael Lombardi with you. On a 4th of July Sunday, I am live at the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa in Las Vegas. Michael back in Ocean City, New Jersey. Talking a little golf and, and football combined. We've got Tom Brady and Aaron. Aaron Rodgers coming up at a match. They will be partnered with Phil 
Mickelson and DeChambeau. And, you know, I, I you know, it, it's kind of I, I made light of it in the article that I wrote, Michael. Let's not get too serious about betting, you know, a, a made for TV type matchup and stuff. But, you know, there's more drama with this particular match, I think, than we've seen in some of these uh, for charity creations in the past. Tiger and Phil have played and, you know, there have been a couple of iterations of this type of thing. But, you know, with the offseason deal with Rogers and DeChambeau and everything that's going on with him right now and, and the trash talk that you mentioned, I mean, this one, whether you're going to bet it or not, there, there's certainly some interest uh, that I think will get you onto the TV to watch it. There's no doubt that you're going to want to watch it. I mean, it'll be entertaining and to watch Brady play. And, you know, he loves Montana. He goes up to Montana every July, uh, not to vacation, but to work. He trains up there, brings players into uh, where he stays up there. And, you know, they work on their craft and he will continue to work on his craft up there, even though he's going to play golf. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. These guys are kind of taking a little bit of the time that gives them 10 days before they head over to the British Open to hone their skills. Will they go to the, will they are they allowed to go over there and play that course in, in, in uh, at the British Open? three or four times before they actually get on it or do, or do they or they have to wait until Tuesday before they can do that? No, I think they can go play a practice round there ahead of schedule if they like. And actually coming up uh, next week, you have the Scottish Open, which will be the final tournament prior to the, the Open Championship. And the field is loaded for the Scottish Open, Michael. So not necessarily that they're going to play Royal St. George's and maybe they will play it once or twice when they go over there. But there's a ton of players star players that are making their way across the pond next week uh, to acclimate themselves to the time change and everything like that and play a little Lynx golf uh, before they start the Open Championship. So the, the European Tour, the Scottish Open, is definitely one to watch next week. Yeah, will you play? Will you make a play in the Scottish Open next week? I probably won't, but my partner Wes Reynolds, he really has nailed the European Tour this year, and I imagine he'll have a couple of future bets down on the Scottish Open, and we'll certainly talk about that on our program, Long Shots, which comes out on Tuesday. Michael, let's uh, go back to the NFL. Of course, we were talking about yeah. Aaron Rodgers and uh, his uh, participation in the match coming up, a golf match coming up on July 2nd from Montana, but ESPN's Mike Triplett, says that the New Orleans Saints are a potential landing spot for free agent uh, defensive back Richard Sherman. And I think it makes sense. It seems like we've seen Sean Payton go to the veterans before. I think Sherman, you know, whether and obviously he's lost some speed, but still brings that leadership and that intelligence to a locker room. I think that makes some sense to me. Well, I think if you look at the Saints roster and if you said to Sean Payton, you know, after his wedding down at Cabo and he comes back to his office in New Orleans, what, what's, what worries you the most about your team? Most people would say, well, it's got to be the quarterback. I don't think Sean's worried about the quarterback. I think Sean feels like, look, I'm going to get the best out of either guy and we're going to be able to move the football. I think where Sean would have the most doubts about his team going into the season would be the linebacker position. I mean, excuse me, the, the cornerback position. He's got Lattimore, really good player. So he's comfortable with Lattimore, but he's got Patrick Robinson, a first-round pick from 2010, 11-year veteran, not really has been a pure lockdown cover guy. He drafts Paulson Adebo in the third round. Can he be ready to play? You know, they played Ken Crawley back there before. It didn't work out. Keith Washington, both guys are street-free agents. I mean, they don't have depth in the secondary. Everybody other than the two names I just mentioned are free agents guys they picked up off the street. So where the concern lies, if you're the Saints, is can we get enough pass rush? 
And if we get enough pass rush, can we cover? And no one's going to throw the ball at Lattimore. I mean, Lattimore's going to have a fairly easy season because everybody's going to go and find Robinson and the sub corner and attack them. Michael, what about this division, the NFC South? It looks like a yeah. pretty darn tough division. You have the defending champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I think you kind of believe that the Atlanta Falcons are going to be improved, especially if they can improve that defense. Uh, we know the Saints have been a perennial contender. And, Michael, I personally am a big buyer on your Panthers. I, I think I really like what Matt Rule has done. I loved how he went all defensive in his first draft, went pretty heavy defensive again in this next draft. I think they are destined for improvement for sure. What are your thoughts on the division, and, and who do you see coming out on top, and who might struggle? Well, I, I, let's start with the Falcons, because I think when you go back over the Falcons season last year, you, you say to yourself, look, there were some times where, you know, there were some games they had, they had a chance to win and they just couldn't come through. I mean, you know, they have a one, they have a big lead against Dallas, lose that game. They come back, they lose to Chicago. They've got a lead in the Chicago game and Nick Foles comes back. I mean, you start the season off two and one and all of a sudden you're in good shape and you can't. You know, and I think, you know, they have one point loss to Detroit, you know, and and then the season kind of slips away from them. They play the Chargers tough and lose on a field goal at the end of the game. Same thing with the Bucks; They lose by four. Chiefs, they lose by three in a game that, that gave the Chiefs as much as they could handle. So I like them. I think the fact that, you know, I don't know why they thought Todd Gurley was going to be a good player for them. You know, he averaged 3-5 a carry. I thought that was a huge mistake. Uh, defensively, they have to get better. There's no denying. I think Dean Peace will make them better. I think Dean Peace, the old defense coordinator from the Patriots, who went to the Tennessee, went to the Baltimore Ravens, and then the Tennessee Titans. I mean, he's come out of retirement more than Jay Z. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> and he's finally out of retirement again. But he's back, and I think he'll give them some complexity to their defense, and he'll make and he'll cover up for the lack of corners. They've got to be able to rush the passer. They've got to find a way, and Fowler's got to play much better. But I do think offensively, this is going to be a good team. Mike Davis is by far a better running. Back than Todd Gurley. Now, I know the media doesn't want to hear that because he's Todd Gurley. But Todd Gurley's not the same player he was years ago. And Mike Davis is a really good running back, and he's hard to tackle. And then they're going to play Cordell Patterson at running back as well. And so with Matt Ryan and an offensive line and this two tight ends and Arthur Smith, I think they're going to run the football effectively and keep their defense off the field. I think they're a sleeper team. You know, what are their – they're seven and a half. I like them on the over. I really do. I, I think they're a team that can get there because, once again, conditions have changed. They're playing in a dome. Hard to run the ball against teams that play in a dome. You're going to gain some home field advantage by playing in a dome. I mean, last year they didn't have that. You know, they didn't have that. They lose at home to Seattle. They lose at home to Chicago. They lose at home to Carolina. Those games, you know, those games can go the other way for them, and they won't turn the ball over to the degree that I thought they did last year, specifically when they got down the red area. I think that was the biggest concern. You know, Matt Ryan had 11 interceptions, and a few of them were red zone interceptions that really cost their team. So I'm expecting a lot of improvement out of the, out of the Falcons this year. Michael, let's look at this one here. Sports Illustrated's Connor Orr said the 49ers offense will be, quote, drastically different, unquote, when QB, uh, quarterback Trey Lance is in the game. And I think you look at that statement, and you say, well, yeah, I think that's pretty obvious. But I want to ask you, how will it be different? How will Mike uh, Kyle Shanahan adjust his offense if and when Trey Lance does get behind center? 
Well, what we'll see is we'll see the, the 11th player become a running back. We will see the single wing. This is what we'll see. You know, one thing about football, Brady, is we've seen we've seen the evolution of the game. One of the reasons why Bill Walsh would always go back and study offenses of the 40s and the 50s, he would spend more time studying Clark Shaughnessy's offense of when Shaughnessy was at Stanford in 1940, when Shaughnessy was helping the Chicago Bears when they had Sid Luckman play quarterback. These are names people don't even remember, you know, but it was he invented the T formation. And in the T formation, they cooked the quarterback away from being the main runner. There was left halfbacks and right halfbacks. I think what you'll see in San Francisco is a little bit back to the single wing era. I think you'll see power sweep by the quarterback. I think you'll see quarterback draws. I think you'll see one-man powers by the quarterback. I think you'll see different run plays within the scheme that Kyle runs. And the defense will have to account for the quarterback in the run game. You pick up an extra blocker when the quarterback's the ball carrier. Right, So when a quarterback hands the ball off, it becomes a 10 on 11 game. The defense then has the advantage. When the quarterback bootlegs outward, he takes a defender with him, so now it's a 10 on 10 game. But when the quarterback's the runner, it's the only time where they actually gain an advantage because somebody's got to count for the quarterback. And I think that's what you're going to see. You're going to see some of those single, t single wing plays be part of the offense. Michael, what do you think the quarterback situation is going to be like there? I imagine day one, Jimmy G is going to be the starter, and I, I think you can make an argument that Jimmy G will be very motivated. Uh, he's obviously got some pressure in camp now with the young Trey Lance uh, being drafted by the 49ers. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Jimmy has a real good year. Um, or does Trey Lance come in, like, is it a quarterback guy by committee where he, maybe he comes in on some third downs or something? Or, or are they just going to basically sit him on the sidelines and, and groom him? I, I think, you know, right there, you, you, I think you hit the nail on the head. I don't think you can have an offense for Trey Lance and have an offense for Jimmy. I think you're going to have an offense that can feature a little bit of both. And I wouldn't be surprised if Lance and Jimmy are on the field at the same time. And because both guys, and I wrote about this in Gridiron Genius, I, I really believe we're going to get to the point where we're going to have two quarterbacks on the field at the same time. Mm. One's going to, and each of them are going to be able to throw the ball and throw the ball accurately. I mean, I think the Saints are just on the cusp of it with Taysom Hill when he's in the game because what the defense is on their heels. And when you can get a quarterback who's strong and can run the ball like Taysom Hill or like Trey Lance, and all of a sudden he can take a hit and you've got him back there a la single wing. What are you doing? What are you doing? You got to, you know, all those play actions, you better react to them. And I think this opens up a whole different game. You know, one thing about football, it's, it's always so good. Football, the past becomes the present. The present becomes the past. I think we're going to see that more as we move away from the RPO game and back to a single wing game. Michael, are you high on the 49ers? Their Super Bowl odds are just 12 to 1. They're only about the third or fourth choice on the board. Are you a 49ers buyer? or uh, I mean, obviously last year was decimated by injury, and that, yeah. that season really never even got started hardly for them. Do you think they'll bounce back? Well, I mean, I'm always concerned about teams that have a history of injury. The Eagles, Philadelphia, they can't escape it, right? They can't seem to escape the injuries. And, you know, I think they're a really good team. I think they're a hard team to defend, Brady, when they're in their base personnel because they're so fast. You know, when they have their ability, when they get Kittle on the field with their two receivers and, you know, they use uh, the fullback in the game, they're really hard to play. So, yeah, I am. Of the 12-1 to 1 teams, I probably would favor the Rams more 
But both the Rams and the 49ers scare me in the sense of their health, their durability. Can they stay healthy? I think the Browns at 16 to 1 is good value there. When I look at that, I think the Browns are good value at that. Now, I do think the, 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 the Baker Mayfield contract could throw a little damper and a little water on that hot fire. But I do think they're at 16 to 1. I would like them better than I would like the 49ers at 12 to 1 because I think the South, the North, where the Browns play, is going to be a lot less strenuous than where the West and, and, and San Francisco and the Rams play. Yep, understood. Well, let's look further down that Super Bowl futures board. The Kansas City Chiefs are on top at plus 450. They are the favorite, of course, losing the Super Bowl in 2020. And your Super Bowl champion Buccaneers are the second choice at plus 650. And then you mentioned the group at 12 to 1. That's the Bills, the Rams, and the 49ers, the Ravens at 14, the Browns at 16, along with the Packers. Uh, and on down the board here, Michael, I'll tell you, if, if I go a little bit deeper – First of all, I don't think your Patriots are a bad shot at 30 to 1. I I can't nope. I can't foresee Bill Belichick having two bad seasons in a row and I know quarterback is a question there. Uh and can Cam Newton or Mac Jones or whoever it is, can they, you know, can a quarterback like that lead them to the Super Bowl? Uh but I think that's also something that you need to take into account here when you make a bet like this, you kind of just want that team to get to the Super Bowl and give yourself some options. They don't necessarily have to win it, but the Patriots at 30 to 1 are attractive. Uh, the Chargers, I think, at 30 to 1 are attractive. And I also don't think the Colts at 25 to 1 are a bad shot. You talk about an easy division, they should have a good path in the AFC South. I love the Colts at 25 to 1. I really do. I, I, I'm a believer that Carson Wentz is. Because I, I, why am I a believer in Carson Wentz? Because in 17, you know, I watched him, I watched every game, I studied him, and he was remarkable. I mean, he was the MVP of the league. I can't believe he's going to have to convince me that what I saw was an illusion. He's going to have to convince me of that because I think they messed him up in Philly. I think, you know, he's become the he's become the guy that everybody blames, but I think they've messed him up in Philly. And I think Frank Wright's a really good coach. And I think Frank Wright was responsible for a lot of the success the team had when they won the Super Bowl. You know, I think it's pretty obvious. I mean, Frank Wright's a head coach longer than Doug Peterson has been. You know, Philly told you everything they need to know. They didn't think they could fix the problems of Doug Peterson. They needed to change the coach. And when Frank Wright walked out of that building, I think it affected the Eagle team. I think he's a really good coach. I think the offensive line is my only concern at left tackle. They've got to hold up while Eric Fisher gets healthy. Sam Tevy, Julian Davenport, whomever they put over there, they've got to hold on and hope they can do that. But I think this is a really good team. I think they're fast. And once again, I think playing in that dome, playing at home with the crowd noise, I think it's going to favor a very physical team that could run the ball and play action pass. Michael, if we go even a little deeper on the futures board for the Super Bowl, you find the Washington football team at 50 to 1. Uh, obviously, yeah. they were the division winner in the NFC East last season. The NFC East, you don't expect it to be a real strong division. Once again, we expect the Cowboys to be improved, of course, because Dak Prescott is healthy and back in the lineup. But I don't think Washington, if you figure this team's going to get into the dance, if you've got a 50 to 1 card on a team that's in the dance, that ain't bad. Not bad at all. No, and I think the Vikings, I mean, it, it, I think the reason I stayed away from the Packers, we can pick this up in the next segment, was because I don't know about Rodgers. 
And if Rodgers doesn't play, the Vikings at 50 to 1 will be in the dance. They might not be a bad odd either. Yep, no doubt about it. All right, we'll, we'll pick up this conversation when we come back on the other side. It's the Lombardi line here on a 4th of July Sunday. We'll be right back at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. racing fan first bet is the place for you with wagering on all races at over 300 tracks and ai assisted picks it's the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport with secure payments attentive customer service and a reliable website all brought to you by express bet sign up using the promo promo code 
Vegas 100 today and get up to $100 in a match bonus on your first deposit. Visit vsin.com slash horses. For details, that's vsin.com slash horses. Promo code Vegas 100. Brady Cannon and Michael Lombardi with you inside the Lombardi line. Talking a little football, Super Bowl future prices. And Michael, while we have a couple of minutes, I want to throw a few more teams at you. I just glanced at the Patriots uh, on the first part of our conversation here, and I threw them out there at 30 to one and I mentioned I just don't see Belichick having two poor seasons in a row and and I think the quarterback position is a question but he gets a a few players back that opted out Um, are are you bullish on the Patriots I am and I I think what Stefan Gilmore said the other day that he doesn't think Belichick's going to trade him I think is 100% correct I think that they're going to work out a contract which they have done in the past they're not going to trade him they they're one of the one of the things I think they're most concerned about is their secondary I think their corner situation, I think when you look at their team, J.C. Jackson is a good second corner. Is he the number one? Probably not. You you know, so I think that they'll probably, you know, they want to keep Gilmore and maximize what he's able to do for them. And and Jonathan Jones can stay in the third corner role, which is what he's kind of used to doing as opposed to becoming in the second. They're going to get much more pass rush. They're going to be able to effectively control the middle of the line. I think they're very excited about Montavious Adams, the defensive tackle, to go along with some of the other players they signed, Henry Anderson, you know, to go along with Lawrence Guy and, 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 uh, you know, and, and Cowart and guys that they've had there before. So they've improved defensively, I think, without doubt, on the edges and internally. I mean, they couldn't, they couldn't set the edge last year at all. And then it leads us to the final question. I mean, you've got to believe they're going to get better quarterback. And, and I have a lot of faith in, in, in Josh McDaniel's ability to coach an offense. I mean, they were 7-9 and nine last year, and they really couldn't throw the ball. For whatever reasons, you know, they did throw it earlier in September, and then Cam didn't look like he could throw it again. I think they will throw it. They have weapons. They have the Smith at tight end. They have Henry at tight end. They've got the receivers on the outside. They've spent a lot of money. I think the team will come together. I think they'll work hard. I think the, I think Belichick's determined to do that. 30 to 1s is pretty – I mean, they're in the same category as Miami. I don't see Miami being the same team because I have severe questions about Tua. Uh, Michael, will Cam Newton, do you expect him to complete an entire season at quarterback, or will we see Mac Jones or somebody else? I I think we will see Cam play quarterback the whole year. I I just don't see them – for Belichick to make a change, coach has to believe the other players better. And he's not going to stand in front of the team if he doesn't believe that. He's not going to do it because the guy's the draft pick. He's going to do it because this is what he thinks is in the best for the team. So unless can't, unless Mac plays really well, they'll scrimmage against the Eagles. They'll scrimmage against the Giants. They'll have three preseason games. I think they'll take the preseason a little bit more serious than they typically would in the past when Brady was there and they knew what they had. I think they'll take a look at that. This offensive line, you know, Cleveland's offensive line gets a lot of love and and adulations and certainly deserving. But this line with Trent Brown at right tackle to Isaiah Wynn at left guard, I think they can be really good, and I think they're going to be effective. You know, they get David Andrews back at center. Uh, You know, they – they have an ability. Shaq Mason comes back. The kid they drafted from Michigan in the fifth round last year, I can't say his last name, but he's a really good player. Uh, you know, So they have five good offensive linemen. I think they're going to be really improved there. So I expect their offense to really hit all cylinders. 
Michael, I want to ask you about the Baltimore Ravens. They are sitting there at 14 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. And in my opinion, John Harbaugh is the second best coach in the NFL. And I think this organization is a tremendous organization as well. They draft well, they continue to put out a good product year in and year out. What are your thoughts on the Ravens coming into this season? Oh, I think they're certainly a good play. I do. I like them. I like them a lot. Uh, you know, I think that the, the Lamar Jackson's got to be able to demonstrate throwing the ball on the outside. I think if they get him squared away, not scheme, not player-wise, scheme-wise, I think they're going to be a tough out. You know, because here's the thing, Brady. They're really good at third and short, which is what you have to do to win a Super Bowl. And they're really good at making po- kicks. They can make every field goal known to mankind. <laughs> Those are two things. Isn't Those he awesome, Justin overlook. Tucker? Yeah, it's unbelievable. People overlook it, but, you know, when, when you're in the game and you got to make three and you need to get a third and one, the Ravens are good at those two things. I mean, he's about the uh, one field goal kicker I could say that's fun to watch. I mean, not everybody yep. loves it, but he, he is absolutely phenomenal. Justin Tucker, a weapon at field goal kicker for the Baltimore Ravens. We'll come back and talk to Thomas Gable from the Borgata in Atlantic City. Get his report on 4th of July Sunday here on the Lombardi Line. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the Beeson schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows, including Follow the Money and Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert, and the Lombardi Line with Beeson Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all for free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thomas Gable now stops by to say hello. He is the director of race and sports at the Borgata out in Atlantic City. Happy 4th of July to you, Thomas. And uh, I first want to ask, have you burned all of those uh, Atlanta Hawks jerseys that you have in the basement after uh, Saturday night's result? <laughs> no, no, maybe, maybe Thomas, he didn't show up after that result, Michael. He's devastated. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, he, you know, he had, and he, he still has liability here. I think going forward, I think the better uh, took significant when, when the Bucks lost the first round, I thought the better did a smart thing. He didn't let the outcome affect him. He doubled down on it mm. and because he watched the game. And he saw that, you know, the Hawks were won, but they never really were in control of the game. They never were able to win the game. So I think it was one of those situations where he doubled down. I think he put another $300,000 down on the game. He initially started with 360. Then I think he put more money down to win the series. And then he put more money on the Bucks to win the finals. And I think at that point, when Giannis was healthy, it looked like a really good bet. So, uh, you know, I think that's where Thomas gets a ton of liability. Now, Thomas has done well, you know, it, during the season in basketball in some of these areas. But, you know, when you get that, I think it was the smart play. Us as betters. We must always react to the game, not the market. The outcome is what people react to, when in reality, you have to pay attention to the full game. 
Yeah, the eyeball test is certainly something to consider in your handicap. And, Michael, I don't know if we're going to be able to get Thomas, but uh, let's go to make it make sense. I've got three plays uh, for today, and and one of them is the Phoenix Suns to win the NBA championship. I got them at minus 170. I understand there might be some cheaper prices out there than that. Uh, I think uh, here at BetMGM, I believe there might be at minus 165, but I think minus 170 is pretty much the consensus census price there and and you and I've talked about this you, you've got a, a Giannis that doesn't appear to be a hundred percent at least maybe for the first couple of games maybe longer um, I like the coaching for the Phoenix Suns I like the home court advantage I like the backcourt I think DeAndre Ayton is uh, really starting to mature as a player and could be a star in this league here pretty soon I like their depth um, and I don't know I mean Drew Holiday and, and Chris Middleton are very good players but I just don't see them as being able to lead a team to a championship the way I see Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Yeah, and I think they're going to miss DiVincenzo. I think they missed that one extra guy. Bobby Portis has filled in, you know, but I thought the Atlanta the last three games, I don't think we can get affected by the last three games against Atlanta, even though Atlanta won one of them. I thought they were more regular season games. I think this next round is going to be a true postseason game. So I think you're going to see a defensive team in Phoenix that's really good. I mean, they have been really good. Their numbers all season long have been effective defensively. I think that they're able to match up well to Phoenix. I mean, match up well to Milwaukee. Phoenix is not going to get away with playing, you know, I mean, Milwaukee's not going to get away with playing P.J. Tucker. And I think they're, they have five guys that can actually score the basketball. So they can't hide anyone. And I think that's going to be the cause. And I think that they're going to be able to create matchups in their favor. Aiton against Brooks Lopez, you know, Booker against whomever they put him on, you know, and Paul controlling the pace. And then, you know, when Paul's in the game, they don't turn it over. And you got to favor the, the Suns bench. The Suns bench obviously does a better job than I think Milwaukee's right now. Yeah, I, I like their size off of the bench that can handle Lopez and Giannis. So I did play the Phoenix Suns minus 170 uh, to win this best of seven. I also uh, made a couple of plays on the Diamonds. I was over 2 yesterday. We'll see if we can get back into the win column today. The Minnesota Twins, I got this at minus 126 over the Kansas City Royals and Brad Keller. And I, last I looked, this price has gone up. People are betting the Twins here at South Point up to minus 140. 44 now. Uh, so certainly I'm happy there with the number. But for me, Michael, this is just more of a fade of Brad Keller. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of runs in this ball game as well. Both of these guys will tend to give up some runs. Kenta Maeda for Minnesota. I think uh, maybe looking at over the total is something to consider in this game. But I'm on Minnesota here. And then the other one, Michael, is the Philadelphia Phillies and the San Diego Padres. This I knew one, you're going to be on the Phil- you're going to be on the Phillies in this one. I am, I am, and, and I they, knew it. They're, I knew they're it. a little bit of a dog. I got them at plus one fifteen, and, and maybe you're going down the same path as me, and that's that's fading Blake Snell on the road. Are, are you aware yeah. of this guy's numbers on the road versus what he does at home? No, tell me. Well, this was uh, something that our man Steve Mackinnon pointed out in Point Spread Weekly this week. Uh, go check that out in your inbox there, VEASAN's online digital publication. And I was aware of this before, but Steve did a great job of pointing out specific pitchers in Major League Baseball and their differences between what they do at home and what they do on the road, some of the most extreme cases. And really the most extreme case at all is Blake Snell. He's had seven games at home. His ERA at home is 1.43, 
and his team's record at Petco Park is six and one. And as far as betting on him, you're all you're up almost five units if you bet Blake Snell at home. On the road, he's pitched eight games. He has a 10.36 ERA, Michael, and his team's record is 0-8. You've lost 11 units if you bet Blake Snell on the road. Now, that, well, that's all you need to know. I mean, don't, you know, past performance predicts future achievement. But let's go back, you know, to your Keller game where you were talking about the over of 10. It, it, and when you look at what Keller's done in the last five games, uh, in the last he's given up five, seven, five, four, six runs in his past five starts. I think you're right. I think I know 10's a hard number to talk about in terms of the over-under. But, you know, when you look at the Twins and the Royals, how does this game not get over? You know, and Medea, he hasn't been p- pitching very well either because his opposing batting average is 130 points higher than it was last year. So from one season to the next, it's not ever been like that before. I think this game's going to be 11 or 12 run game. You know, I think Will Hill makes a good point, too, that, uh, you know, since they've cracked down on the sticky stuff with pitchers, we're starting to see bats light up for hitters at the plate. Uh, Wes Reynolds also talks about the weather. It's warming up. You're getting hotter temperatures. The ball's going to fly further. And I think you also have to trust the odds maker. If the odds maker's putting the total up there at 10, they believe there's going to be some runs scored, too. Yep. I think that's right. And, you know, and, and look, both pitchers, you just look at the numbers. And a beautiful day. I think you're going to see it. I, as Even though you don't want to go to that 10 number, I think 10 is in play here in this game. All right. Phoenix Suns to win the series over Milwaukee. The Minnesota Twins as a favorite and the Philadelphia Phillies as an underdog. See if we can make it make some sense. We'll come back on the other side. And Josh Applebaum joins us once again to wrap up the program here on the 4th of July at VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bet fearlessly on your favorite sports with a risk-free first wager up to $600 at BetMGM. Just sign up and use the bonus code VSIN600 and get in the game with the king of sports books. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the promo code VSIN600 to make your first bet risk-free up to $600. It's a new customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia or Washington, D.C. and West Virginia only. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 800-889-9789 in Tennessee and in Indiana. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the Lombardi line. Brady Cannon and Michael Lombardi with you here and Josh Applebaum we, uh, rejoins the program here and Josh you left us an hour ago saying you were going to get an updated weather report out at Coney Island this is big stuff here the hot dog eating contest uh, Joey Chestnut and company will get underway in about 45 minutes from now yeah guys got an update for you here and if you happen to be sweating the women's competition uh, our friend Lesko <laughs> is in the lead she was a minus 800 favorite it's getting dicey here Michael though you're gonna have to get to a TV soon uh, but I would say, guys, where else are you going to get weather reports for a hot dog eating contest? That's what we do at VEASAN here. Uh, but update, Michael. So this is pretty good news if you like the over. Now, we talked about the juice on the under. It's getting uh, basically the juice is decreasing on the over. It looks like some under money is coming in. Uh, it was plus 150 payout to the under. Now it's plus 100. However, if you're if you're really paying attention to the weather, guys, it's a nice day on Coney Island here. You can go by the boardwalk. You can go. Uh, hang out, get some get some fried dough or whatever you want to do today. But it's low 70s, Michael, mostly cloudy, 61% humidity, five mile, mile per hour winds, so pretty temperate. You know, if we're banking on that really, really hot, humid, sticky, gross day that might make it harder for chestnut, it looks like if you like that over, you're getting a better number. But, it, but be, I think it's because there's some under money coming in. But really, in terms of weather, this shouldn't be the reason why chestnut doesn't go, uh, doesn't go over. Uh, again, pretty nice day here in Coney Island. Well, I, I, you know, Josh, has the women's contest already started? It's going right now, Michael. Yeah, I'm, I'm following live. I'm live tweeting. It's tough. I need to get to a TV, but <laughs> Lesko is in the lead right now. But I tell you and what, how long do they, how long do they give them to eat these? Though, what, how, what's the time limit? 
I think it's 10 minutes, Michael. And then, of course, you got to have spotters afterwards to make sure you don't throw anything up because they'll take off a couple dogs if you, if you throw up here, Michael. But 10 minutes. Michael, how many hot dogs could you eat in 10 minutes? Uh, we had hot dogs last night. I had one, Josh. I mean, that was about it. You know, I mean, I'm, an, I'm a fat guy. I, don't, I have no doubt. I mean, you know, I don't know how anybody could stuff. And that's bread, too. I don't know how they could put all that stuff in their mouth. I mean, that one guy eating chili and hot dogs and all that. I mean, no. I look, I, I, I don't I don't even want to get into this. I, I, I just I, I love the fact that we love it in America. I mean, it's so good, you know, and I know the dogs, the dogs are steamed, right? They're, they're obviously just steamed. And then he soaks them in the water so they go down easier. Is that the, is that the protocol? Exactly, Michael. Yeah, you got to lube, lube everything up. It makes it a lot easier. And of course, uh, you dip it in the water. You can have some water, but you got to eat them all. You got to bun everything hot dog, but they're nice. Coming out nice and hot, Michael. So uh, we'll see what happens. About, what, 10 minutes from now, we'll get Joey Chestnut started. You know, I was celebrating Michael Lombardi and his heritage and also the hot dog eating contest last night. I had a couple of Italian sausages. And, Ooh, and I, 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 I was able to get two down and had to stop there. But, uh, boy, yeah. you know, with that report, Josh, that definitely, no doubt, sounds like good hot dog eating weather. Good hot dog eating weather, and this is kind of what makes it fun, but also difficult, guys, because I keep focusing on this. You know, uh, basically the under is taking in money. The payout for the under is getting smaller, plus 150, down to almost even money now at this point. So there was under money coming in, but again, the weather situation, which has been a hot topic from everyone trying to handicap this thing. And again, we're betters. You know, Michael, we can bet on an NFL game, hot dog eating contest. The goal is if you see an edge, you get down. Have some fun. Obviously, it's the 4th of July here, but it doesn't jive. You have the under uh, juice coming in, yet it's a really nice day with the weather. So you would think if the weather looks good, maybe the over would look a little bit better. But it looks like wise guys maybe sticking to their guns on the under, although it is a very nice day in Coney Island. Josh, I, I would say this, Josh. Is anybody is anybody taking the, the field at plus 900? There actually is, yeah. We actually got some splits here uh, from from DraftKings and BetMGM, and they are taking in just some, you know, what I call funny money. Ten bucks on the on the uh, the dog here or the field. It's kind of labeled any other participant. It's unlikely you win, but when you get a you know a plus nine hundred payout there on the field, you give you give it a shot here. But uh, I don't I don't think that's happening, Michael. This is uh, I don't know. We have seen the Giants beat the Patriots in 07, but this would be uh, maybe the biggest upset you've ever seen if Chestnut doesn't win. Well, he's a 13-time champion. I mean, come on, five straight titles. He's average win by 18-plus dogs. I mean, come on. You know, I don't expect it. There's one for you. Why don't we have that market, Josh? How about, you know, a point spread, a hot dog spread? You know, 17-and-a-half. He's going to win by 17-and-a-half dogs over his next closest competitor? Is there a number you know, up like funny. that? I'm glad you guys mentioned this. I actually want to mention this. The spread, Michael, is 22 and a half. So oh we have a, do we take chestnut minus 22 and a half? Do we take the field plus 22 and a half? This is how crazy it's gotten, but you got to love it. That That is classic I love his stuff, line. Man. I love his line. He says, I'm hoping to find the perfect rhythm. I think 76 <laughs> or 77. How do you get into a rhythm? Like, I want to even know about this. Oh, that is good. Josh, uh, let's shift over to the ice, if you don't mind. Uh, we have been talking, of course, basketball and hot dogs and baseball and everything else, and we haven't talked about Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final Series between the Lightning and the Canadiens, and that will go tomorrow night on Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern for your puck drop. And Tampa Bay, of course, leading this series three games to none. One more shot here for the Canadiens facing elimination. Tampa Bay now minus 5,000 to win win this series uh, Montreal at 22 to one 
Across the board, the Tampa Bay Lightning, a minus 155 favorite on the road, Josh. Your total is at five, and it's juiced to the over. If you want to bet the over here, you have to lay minus 130. What have you seen in the market for game four, Josh? Yeah, I think we're seeing a little bit more of the same here, Brady and Michael. You know, uh, obviously the Lightning have a chance to win the cup here, go two in a row here. We haven't seen that happen, I think, since the Pittsburgh Penguins a few years back. But they've won and covered the puck line in every game, five to one, three to one, six to three. And we're seeing, I think, just early money saying, hey, uh, we're not going to outsmart ourselves, guys. The Lightning are playing great. The Lightning are ready to close this thing out. We're seeing move toward Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay opened a lot of shops around minus 140. They've been bet up to around minus 150. You have seen so far in the playoffs, favorites with a line move in their favor, especially if you're getting steam 10 cents or more. They've gone 31 and 18, 63% overall. So it looks like early on, you're not getting any any bite there with the plus money with the Canadians to, to you know force a, or stave off elimination. It's been all toward Tampa Bay here. And then Michael, you know, the the you're the over the over under of five. Again, we've been riding a lot of these unders. You had an explosion of goals last time. If you can get a five and a half, you're gonna have to search for it. But if you can find a hook under five and a half, I expect a lower scoring game here. Again, maybe the recency bias of nine goals last time, you want to go over again, but we might get a closeout game, maybe two to one, uh, you know, you know, two nothing, something like that, Michael. I still like the under here, but I mean, you got to, Josh and Brady, you got to go back to April 2nd, 2019, the last time the Canadians had beaten the Lightning. They beat them four to two, you know, and it doesn't matter who gets more shots. It doesn't matter how many power plays. It just seems to always end up that the Lightning win the game. And they do it with, you know, just different fashions. I mean, they do it in a 2-1 game. They do it in a 4 nothing game. They 5-1. I mean, it's just random. 6-3 last game. So, I'm not going to overthink this. I'm going to play the under, and I'm going to play Tampa Bay. I mean, I don't see why you would. I mean, Tampa Bay, in the, in the last 10 games, they average close to 4.4 goals a game. Montreal averages two. I mean, that's significant. Josh, uh, I think this is pretty interesting, too. You talk about the total and maybe trying to find a five and a half, and obviously you would have to pay some juice on the under for that. Our friend uh, who contributes also to Point Spread Weekly and joins us frequently on the programs all over the board at VSIN is Lou Finicaro, Gam Blue. He actually went out there and found a four and a half and went under four and a half, and you get nice plus money on that, like plus 150, yeah. plus 160. I like it, Lou. Yeah, that, that might be the way to go there. That's because Lou's very confident, like Michael, in the under here, has been throughout this series. Great point by you, Brady, and Lou is fantastic. I love with his uh, UFC plays, but also he does a great job with hockey. And I think that's the point here. You know, if you're betting on sports, don't just grab the, you know, the first odds you see in front of you. Know that we're in a sports betting renaissance. There are different options. You can go to your sports book, whether it's your app or online on a computer, go to the alternate odds. So again, if you like that under, you think it's going to be, you know, a two nothing game, two to one game, you could get under four and a half it. I think Lou got it like a plus 150, plus 155 one time. Your only concern is if it lands on five, you want to be able to push and get your money back instead of, you know, under uh, under four and a half and you lose if it lands on five. But I think Lou's point here is if you have a conviction, if you believe in your numbers, get a better payout. And if you can look for an alternate number there with a total. Michael, you have quite the party going out there in Ocean yeah. City, New Jersey for the we 4th do. of July. I know uh, yeah. you and Bill Berman sent some pictures through. You talked about Berman's <laughs> yeah. costume this morning. I think Stephanie now has these. Well, oh, there it oh, is. Oh, yeah, there. look at us. Look at it. Look at my man there. Is that yeah, the Tour de France? That. That's in front of my house. That's a, that's the <laughs> bike parade that goes through. That's right in front of my house there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's the bike parade. We have a bike parade every morning, you know, 
people, we had breakfast in the backyard today. I wasn't there to cook it, which meant everybody was happy. And then, uh, and then we've got the, the man, the man of the hour, the mayor of Ocean City, Bill Berman, who also is uh, part of the VEASAN programming here, even though he's never appears. He's look on. Look at that. You there know, he is. Look, now, look at that. There, there he is in my backyard there. There he is right there. Red, white, the and blue, gonna, head to toe. He's going he's gonna to reveal that. So, yeah, I mean, look, and then tonight we'll just sit around and be able to watch the fireworks off the beach, which will be tremendous. We get Atlantic City's fireworks. We get Margate's fireworks. And then you could turn south and get some of the Sea Isles and, of course, Cape May. So it'll be a good, great day to celebrate the birth of our country and proud to be a part of, uh, of this country, even though we struggle at times. Tremendous and, and great patriotic duty. How about your plans, Mr. Applebaum? Anything on the 4th of July schedule for you? I'm going north to New Hampshire, guys. I'm going to cook out with some high school buddies. I'm excited, Michael. My over-under is six and a half hot dogs today. Juice on the over. <laughs> guys, have a great Love Independence it. Day. Appreciate being you here with you on a Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your day, gentlemen. Thanks, Thanks guys. guys. Thanks, Brady. Thanks, Josh. All right, that's going to do it for us. The pregame show's next right here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.